Hello and welcome back to Chitty Chatter. We've been gone for a couple of weeks. We've missed a couple of weeks of the A-League, but we're here with you all to discuss match weeks 10, 11 and 12, as well as some European knockout stuff. So welcome back, gents. How are both of you? Yeah, good, mate. Uh, it's a rainy old day here, very reminiscent of England. So Sam and I have been hunkered down together, working from home, which probably explains our erratic behaviour. So yeah, that's that. Going crazy at home. <laughs> Cabin fever. Yeah, just yeah. a little bit. Zav, I saw you cycle to work the other day. How was that, mate? I did. Really embracing the old cycling spirit. Um, Sydney isn't exactly the most cycling-friendly city in the world, mm. but um, it's better than you'd think. There is actual bike paths. Um, but Monday morning commuters don't like cyclists. I don't know why. For some reason, they don't, they don't, they don't like cyclists. Sydney? No one well. in Sydney likes cyclists anyways. That generally is how it works. I think it's got something to do with the unicyclists and the whole movement there. Yeah, <laughs> probably. How have you been, buddy? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Same old, same old here. Getting closer to uh, being able to see people outdoors again. On the 29th of March, we will, um, yeah, be able to see six people outdoors or in, in a garden, like at the back of our house or whatever. So that's promising. Can see some more people soon, which is, which is always good. Um, but no, otherwise, same old, same old, really. Been writing some articles, stuff like that. Wrote a, an article on uh, the best A-League home kits, as in like one per team, which has actually got some traction online. Um, I thought most of the disagreement would be from Central Coast fans because I picked their Kappa jersey, which looked like a rashy. But uh, Sydney FC fans don't like my pick, which is interesting as a Sydney fan. Um, but it is yeah. what it is. We all have, have differences. Wait, sorry, which one are they? I haven't seen your tweet. Which one are they advocating for? Um, I picked the the one we used from 2011 to 2013, which is Del Piero's first season. The Adidas with like the collar, the pinstripe design. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the, the, I had one person say, that's a perplexing choice for a Sydney kit. And I was like, oh, fair enough, what's yours? And another guy was like, you literally picked the ugliest kit. <laughs> like, yeah, terrible design. Um, this Puma one's much better. I personally think Puma was has been pretty were pretty undercooked for Sydney, but um, each their own. Kits are a very polarizing thing. Yeah, I love it, mate. Well done, though. Looks fantastic. Great so, choice of the Jets one. I'm glad we did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which made a reemergence, and we'll I will talk about that a bit later on. Oh wow, Ed's got Ed has Ed has some notes. I have oh, some big notes. God. All right. Well, uh, what have you guys noticed in the? three-ish weeks of football since since last episode. What's your talking point? Okay, I'll go. Um, <laughs> as normal, I just pull something out of my ass. Um, yeah, I, I love just like a cheeky, I guess, attention spans just cook these days. So if I'm brushing my teeth or something, whatever, I just want a cheeky YouTube video or something like that. And the algorithm's gotten so good because there's just so many like five-minute like YouTube football videos out there. And... Yeah. Just the market for it, like the amount of people where it's like TIFO football doing a great one about hamstring injuries last night. I was just like, yeah, shit, yeah, I want to find out about you that. You do your hamstring and all the time. So that's a perfect I, video for you. So it is good. So I guess what I have noticed is the saturated landscape of football media goes into like the realms of YouTube. And it's like, how do you make yourself stand out with all this different crap? But people want the content and I'm, you know, one of the people, I guess I'm technically a creator, but... Definitely um, love the consumerism as well. Technically a creator, yeah. So you're part of that, Ed. We do longer videos, though. 
Yeah. See, we're we're really nuanced and thought provoking, aren't we? Exactly. Really? Yeah. I don't I don't remember seeing any of that. No, oh, okay. I'm on the spot. Yeah, that's <laughs> How about you, Zap? What do you notice? Um, the slow emergence of all the new kits for next season. Alex, I'm sure you're across it. But like, yeah. you know, Liverpool's one got leaked. It's got a little bit of a pink sort of thing mm-hmm. on the side. Ugly um, kit, yeah. It is. I think generally you always jump to conclusions with the Liverpool one, except for the pinstripe one. If it's a pinstripe one, you're a fiend for a pinstripe one. Yeah, I like pinstripes. I don't know. I thought I actually um I really liked Liverpool's New Balance kits, um, which yeah. is odd because New Balance don't do a lot of a lot of football kits. Oh, like they're they're relatively new compared to what Nike and Adidas have in terms of um, clients. Um, but I really like the New Balance kits and. I think, yeah, much better than than what Nike have done for you guys. But we'll see what happens. I mean, I like pink on a jersey, so it could be yeah. good. No, it's it looks a little, it'll be interesting to see when they do the full release, but I saw like Barcelona's has been leaked. That, that's an ugly back. kit. I'm sure we can yeah. agree on that. That yeah. one I agree on. Even I've seen it. Like, yeah. Um, that's when you know. I think well, was the I think oh. Chelsea one got leaked as well. Oh, I haven't seen that actually. Chelsea one's nice. Was um, it nice? One of them have I think Chelsea have gone for like a goal around the badge. So it looks like they're Premier League champions. Because oh, like, we, uh, we've, we've won the league before, so technically we can do that. That's true. That's, that's true. But we're yeah. the current champions. So. Oh. That's even more true. Not so much right. longer, buddy. How about know. you, Dave? What have you noticed? Uh, I went for – I was scrolling on Instagram the other day um, doing a bit of research. Not research. I, I was going to say doing research. I wasn't. I was just scrolling. I was bored. Um, and I came across this on Instagram. And so it was a video of a game in Bulgaria between Tornado Besden and OFK Kostenbroad. Um, and basically right. the game gets 21 minutes in and um, the, uh, the ref gives a yellow card to one of the players in the game. Um, and so the players start chasing around the pitch. Um, and eventually it ends up in the ref abandoning the match and being chased off the pitch to his car to run away while like the team's like kicking balls at him. They're like running after him, trying to like tackle him and stuff. And like people are trying to stop them. So yeah, um, Bulgaria is, is a little crazy. Um, but yeah, the game only lasted 21 division? minutes. I think, I think it's their first division. Yeah. No, that's wild. That is I have mad. no idea, but. Wasn't Bulgaria the one country as well, which was playing along during COVID. I think that might've been them as well. Yeah. Oh, maybe it's not Bulgarian first division then. But even still, just yeah. that's, that's pretty cooked. Poor I do remember so. everyone betting on, um, what's, is it FC Slutsk? <laughs> that was everyone's favorite in, on A-League memes, I think. Yeah. Um, classic. But yeah, so that, that's what I noticed. Uh, we also had a couple of questions come in lads um, uh, for the, for the podcast so before we dive on into everything uh from uh oh rossiton we had worst a-league team of all time what would your just a quick who do you think oh, it was the, the whole entirety of the new zealand knights yeah uh, that's, that's yeah. probably a fair shout ed that's a good shout um yeah it's pretty hard to go past probably one of the central coast teams to have won the spoon. Like there was yeah. one year where there was just there was just no hope. There was just no good players there. So mm. as a quick shout, I, I'm not sure which season I'd pick, but one of the three. I know they won like four recently, but there's two which were absolute stinkers. So yeah, I'm I'm saying both. I'd say uh, yeah, Central Coast in that in the dark days. Speaking of Central Coast, we had a question from 
football photographer and videographer extraordinaire, uh, Laurie underscore Oz. Uh, do you think the Mariners will go all the way this season or does your gut say bottle job? Um, I, I can feel some Darth Vader forced choking happening there. So I think they're not going to make it. Really? Uh, I'm, I'm the eternal optimist. I'm hoping that they can somehow continue this form. But I, I feel like once they get a couple injuries, once Matt Simon stops somehow banging in goals... Um, it could happen, but I'm an optimist, and I do. I think they'll finish still top three. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I just don't think they'll win it. Yeah, I um, yeah, I, I thought they would t- tail off much quicker. So um, credit to them, they've stuck it out. So I think I think they could push on and do it. I, I'm not sure about the bottle job, but uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see. The A League this season is crazy, so anything could happen. They could still get the spoon. Who knows? No, who knows? Um, and then we had a final question from Rai Rai Holland. Uh, hey, Chitty Chatters, I'm aware there are some financial savvy guys on the pod. I was just wondering whether I should change my investments from Spaceship into Football Index. Cheers. Um, for those that don't know, Football Index uh, is a, a marketplace where you can buy technique, like shares in players and you get dividends when they score and stuff like that and when they're in the news. And uh, basically it went bust. Um, so, oh, yeah, my Can opinion. Sponsor this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, if well, it's Rai Rai Holland asking, I recommend that he does invest. Um, I know he loves a risk. He's a big risk taker. That little yeah. redhead. So, I'm sure he will, you know, bank on them and keep watching them day by day. Yeah, I mean, if the app bounces back, the share prices are very, very low. So, buy players like Bruno Fernandez and stuff for for seven cents, and uh, and if they uh, the app bounces back, and he was at seven pound or something before that. You're making money. So if, if that's money. the risk you're looking to take, um, it, it could be worth it. But uh, I don't know too much. So that was that was one for Zab, I think. Yes, um, it was very much tailored, I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> a quick quick touch on kits. Zab, I saw you wearing a, a club kit that we're all familiar with. Yes. So Tomo United revealed their new strip for the 2021 season under lights in the FFA Cup. Um which was, it was a lovely little spectacle. We went down to the wire. Um, we were down 1-0 for the majority of the game and we clawed one back in the 90th and then in extra time, we unfortunately conceded quite early on. We weren't able to fight back, but it was a really cool occasion. Nice pitch. There was like lightning in the background. We walked out to Darude Sandstorm. So I did see does that. It really, <laughs> does it really get any better? Not really. That is the magic so. of the cup. And now one of the three of us can say they've scored in an FFA Cup game. So... That's pretty exactly cool. Right. Congratulations, Zab. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just a banger. <laughs> nah, Zab's Hey, he nearly scored a weldy with his left foot, to be fair. I almost did. So stab finish? Yeah. Oh, no. Stab finish, it was like a bit of Pavard-esque, you know, half volley, <laughs> oh, underspin oh. on it. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, went straight yeah. to the keeper with no power. So Comparing anyway, your up, shot to the best goal of 2018 World Cup. Yeah, it's it ballpark. Yeah, I, I'd say so. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, I'm, I'm wearing a kit as well. Uh, I've got now I bought this kit online and uh, it said it was a, a small. It's actually a large boys. Um, I've got kits that are extra larges and they don't like fit over my head nearly as well. Um, and I mean, it's like it's a tiny bit short, but it's not tight or anything like it's got good length in the sleeves. So maybe it's not a large boys. Maybe it's all a lie, but it's an Australia kit. Um, I believe it's from 97. Um, 
like late nineties. It's got like the classic, like three gold stripes across the arm and down on the bottom of the, the stomach. It's got the old Australia soccer logo added our central as well. So yeah, a, a very shiny, deep green. That logo number. just looks so generic. It looks I like know, a warm right? box kid that's what it looks yeah like. i could see like grandma sue wearing this with bob while they do some lawn bowls that's it that's the one definitely all right quick run over of what the episode we are going to be talking about like i said we're going over match weeks 10 11 and 12 um looking at the the key highlights and stuff and some some talking points and then we'll touch on how the current uh, the table currently stands and and where we see it going from here and then a, a followed by a Champions League roundup as that finished uh, overnight here and in the morning for you guys. And uh, the Europa League around 16 is about to uh, finish up as well. So we can go through that too. Um, so should we dive into to week 10 of the A-League? Yeah, let's do it. Well, I think it's it's kind of great to see these score lines. It's almost every, every match week, there's like a 4-3 or a 3-2. And so... Western United getting the job done over victory, which mm-hmm. has obviously caused even more inflammation and aggression at the club um, as the fallout from that. Um, yeah. Just one of the games of the season, seeing, you know, Bessart just against his old club. He just, he's just such a grub and I love him so much for it. So <laughs> um, those kind of, that's definitely the match of the round for me. And seeing these score lines come out, it means that, you know, for we have a lot of friends who, you know, might understand the A League from a distance, but they will know about those kind of score lines, which is great to see because yeah. no one's going to remember, you know, Adelaide beating West United or something one nil. Like no one's going to remember that if you're not part of the league and part of that community. So I find it awesome that each week there's a highlight moment, a crazy game, and it's just contributed to this whole narrative of. This being probably one of the craziest A League seasons ever, so that was definitely a highlight for me. Yeah, I'd say that's probably yeah highlight of the round as well. Bessart double, ninety fifth minute winner to uh, to Western United. Zab, do you have a, a another game you saw or anything or any other talking points from the round? No, I think that Western United game was pretty spectacular. My my brother was at it and was just saying it was just like everyone lost it when they were at it. Like it was just. Like you saw Mark Rudan absolutely just lose it as they like go to the touchline corner is pretty sick. Yeah. But um, no, the Adelaide game was also quite impressive. Again, high scoring. You know, there seems to be like a very high average of goals per match, which just continues to grow and grow. Yeah. Um, also, the Perth Mariners game. Mariners just grinding it out once again. That was just like they didn't actually f- properly deserve that, but again, they're grinding it out like yeah. you know the kind of wins you need as, cha- as potential champions. Yeah, that's what you're going to do, get those tough, pretty wins. So um, I think that's great. And then uh, I guess even still in that round, um, Adelaide 3, Wanderers 2, Toure scoring again. It's just, you know, what a talent. Young talent in the league this season has been amazing, especially from Adelaide. A lot of young strikers coming through and attackers, which is really exciting. Craig Goodwin returned and he scored as well in that game. I swear he's had so many stints like in yeah. the A League. He just I said every six months you see he like goes away and then he's just back all of a sudden. So weirdest yeah. announcement. Um, um, did you see yeah, that? Yeah, it was so it strange. Was, it was just him in hotel quarantine. That's all it was. Yeah, I think him I calling did everyone. That. Yeah. Yeah, was it was it it was that thing, was it the one where like you you call someone you're like, Oh, I'm busy, I'll call you back. 
yeah 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 i mean that was a meme on tiktok i mean it's i guess it's adelaide trying to break into that uh tiktok social media space which is which is running wild at the moment so fair play to them but um yeah one of the more interesting signing announcements um yeah and then other games in the round we had perth beat brisbane 3-1 castro with a double macarthur down sydney 1-0 uh the knicks down the jets 2-0 uh mclaren scores a double for city as they beat western sydney 2-0 um, and like you said, Ed, CCM beat Perth 2-1 and grind out that win. Um, so some good highlights in there. And uh, on to round 11, uh, another great highlight uh, at the, the disappointment for victory um, is, a, is a 6-0 scoreline from their rivals, Melbourne City, um, which, has pr- which produced some great content on soccer Twitter. Um, but yeah, what were your guys' thoughts? I mean, it was just amazing seeing, I guess, what could have been, you know, predicted that Victoria are going to have a long season. I think we spoke about a lot the last pod saying how they really got it in them this season. But I think teams can have bad seasons and that happens all the time. But when you have those statement games, which like stick around forever, like you think about um, Arsenal losing to, what was it, United? Like 8-2. 8-2. Like those kind of games where it's just that's just going to be remembered and it's just like a mark in time saying this was our darkest day or we lost to our rival this badly. That's The A-League's got one of those moments now, which, I mean, it's good for a fan of the league. Uh, If you're a fan of the victory, um, (laughs) it's a line in the sand. And you saw the next day at the training ground um, a few banners up there and it's it's nice to see there's a bit of fight um, and you know, Victory understand that they're not uh, a new club and they're not a small club. They they know their place and they've, they've had enough. Yeah. I mean, I think the highlight for me isn't even any action in the game. It's the Victory uh, active support turning up to training during the week with the line has been crossed banner and some flares yeah. too. Um, pro- yeah, probably the best thing they've ever done because it's just so, like, funny. Um, yeah. But, yeah, an absolutely uh, great game. You had uh, Kolakovsky. I hope I've pronounced that right. I'm usually quite good with those kind of surnames, but there's a lot of C and K in there, so it's kind of thrown me <laughs> off a bit this early in the morning. Um, but he scores in the derby, his first goal for, for the club. He's been coming through as a youngster. And I think that, that's also good with a lot of these clubs now as well, like the clubs like um, City and Wanderers. You're now starting to get those storylines of kids who were ball boys or kids who came through the academy from a young age and, and are hitting the first team, which is really good for narratives. Yeah. Um, but uh, McLaren really involved uh, in all the goals, uh, lots of assists and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, just an all round, all round great game for one half of Melbourne. Crazy, crazy um, And then, and other news we had uh, Bobo score. Um, uh, against Western United and uh, Ryan Grant score his 200th. Um, and then also in the same round earlier in the week, uh, Sydney beat Brisbane 1-0 and Bobbo scored his first goal since being back. So two goals in a technical one match week uh, for, yeah. for Bobbo isn't, isn't too bad. Um, and Craig Goodwin scored again as well. So some returning stars really scoring. Which is, which it is weird. it's still weird watching Ryan Grant. Like he scored like is the good. Well, I think it's his tenth goal in his two hundredth game, mm. and you just don't recognize him without the mullet at the moment. Like it's really weird. You just yeah. you can't tell who he is. 
did um did you guys head out to that Western United game or did you head out to to Sydney later on in the in the next round? We, we went to the Jets game, which is ah okay. Four days we can late. we'll we'll touch we'll touch on that in a little bit. See the the schedule's so hectic with the early at the moment. I can't yeah. keep track of who's going to what games. Um, no, no. and then we also had uh, Jordan Much score for the Wanderers in a one 0 win on uh, Western United. Um, Wellington beat Perth 3-0. CCM, again, another 2-0. Grinding it out, win on MacArthur. Matt Simon scores for a second week in a row. So, uh, bar that 6-0, not nearly as entertaining as the week before. But, again, a 6-0 like that, the league is on fire at the moment. Um, and then on to, to uh, match week 12. Which game should we talk about first, Lance? Well, I think we'll, we'll talk about our experience going back to live football again. I mean, we've been to a, a game early this season um, at ANZ, which, I mean, I don't think it's many people's favourite place to watch footy. So it was nice to go back to Jubilee and go to the pub beforehand. And it was just awesome. It's nothing like like up, but just being able to be in the sunshine getting a little bit burnt in our little spot next to the cove and with beers flowing. It was fantastic. And yeah. watching the game live, you just pick up on those little things. Like the intensity of a match is quite hard to pick up on TV. It's a bit easier yeah. these days, but without the crowds there on a lot of games, it's, it's quite difficult to decipher. So we were watching the frenetic pace at the start of this game. And there were just chances, like, in the first, like, 15 minutes, watching an open game, we were like, oh, we're, we're really in for something here. And mm. there were a couple of big chances. I think Patrick Wood had a big one. No, uh, Ivanovic, sorry, uh, had a big one. And so it was um, really open. And then uh, your man. Your favourite man. Andrew Redmayne. Great assist, uh, my man. He yeah. came out with a shocker, as uh, you probably predicted years ago. So, yeah. well done, mate. Um, seeing that was uh, just shocking, but um, it kind of killed off the game for the next, you know, 40 yeah, to 60 minutes. Yeah, it really quieted down. It was quite disappointing. But um, Ed goes for a waz, comes back, and it's all all things are happening. So I don't know if I've got a magic bladder or something. But anyway, maybe the game just <laughs> kicks on. Uh, that's that's should, we should rename the pod Magic Bladder. Um, uh, there's a merch line there. <laughs> <laughs> but it just it just kicked off and you know we were really going and yeah like the substitutions like Karaka just got it on point Ninky comes on after having I think it was a, a calf injury calf complaint Achilles maybe yeah. Nikki and Wood came on and they both were involved in the first goal yeah and um, yeah it was right it was a good turn of events and then Alex Wilkinson um, yeah. his first goal for Sydney FC in the A League um, I couldn't believe it was his first goal but um yeah, I know, but it was it was a weird one. It like he hit it straight into the ground, and yeah. you know, generally, if like someone's like on a break, you're getting ready to celebrate. But in the stands, you kind yeah. of like saw it bounce. You saw, you know, the keeper kind of doesn't know what to do with it, and then it goes over the defender. Yeah, and then it just took everyone a moment, which is kind of you know, I, I quite like those little hesitation moments about going to live sports. So. Yeah. yeah, it was it was an awesome atmosphere and it was a great day for it and it was good. It wasn't like a boring match. It had it had its lulls, but it really kicked into gear in the second half and obviously good for Sydney to get the win. So it was great. Yeah. Um, and then we, we had uh, uh, City beat MacArthur 3-0, McLaren with another double. 
Um, we also had CCM beat Perth, uh, not C- uh, CCM draw with Perth two all. West United beat Brisbane one nil. But then two other very exciting games. I reckon we first run into uh, victory Adelaide. Adelaide get a, a three one win with the Mork double, um, and Kasuni Yengi scores his first goal. Um, yeah. And also assist Mark for the third, and then did a an epic square up celebration in front of the victory fans, um, <laughs> which has led to some unfortunate and uh, like extremely uncalled for and not okay uh, abuse online of Yangi. Um, really, I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah, some some racist abuse online um, uh, about oh, wow. posts about him scoring and stuff like that. Some victory fans, which is yeah, unacceptable. Um, so, uh, but the man, uh, there was, he did an interview and uh, after, I believe, and he was pretty calm with it all. So it seems like even though he's quite young, he's got a good mature head on his shoulders and I'm sure he'll keep scoring. And there's a narrative in there for him to score against the victory next time they play, I am sure. But um, yeah, what did you guys think of that game? I mean, yeah, Morks, he's, he's in the thick of it at the moment. The diary's working. It is working. He's, he's just... I don't know. He's one of those players who's been around for a while and you like hear the name and mm. I don't know. He's, he's a midfielder, isn't he? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Midfielder. But generally, he's just one of the classic A-League players who goes about his work, but he's been hitting the headlines recently. So, um, yeah, good on him. Sure. Can you watch out? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> mate. He's coming for that Perth player of the year award as well. He's going to kill Kenny. Who kills Kenny? Oh, shock. All right. So and uh, that means we move on to the, the next game. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Western Sydney four, Knicks three. Zab, what did you think of this one? That was yeah, arguably one of the best games of the season. I feel like I've already said that twice as pod. Um, <laughs> Ed and I were watching the first half, and it looked like Wellington had this kind of you know comfortable hold on the game, kind of go away, yeah. come back, and Ed's like, "Did you see the games? Like what happens? Like Wanderers won four three. I was like, so what? Yeah. So let's go back through and. Just the goals, like, good to, I mean, all senior C fans are the best for Cammy Devlin. So, him to see absolute screamer. Oh, yeah. Um, da- Daniel Wilmering scoring a great goal. Juki scoring oh. a great goal. Yeah, it just end to end sort of stuff. Like, I took 15 minutes and it was just like back and forth, back and forth. Like, you had Kwame Yuboa actually running, which I'm I know. The first time I've ever seen that happen in the A League. So, good on him. Yeah, couldn't believe um, it. Yeah. Just, yeah, ridiculously entertaining. And, yeah, tough about it. I mean, just, you can never have a game that's perfect, can you, nowadays? It's more, there's always has to be something that hinders it, I guess, in terms of the best game ever. But that adds to the value of the entertainment. So, overall, yeah. like, just amazing to watch. And so even highlights. No, it was um, it was fantastic. I mean, like, I, I woke up and I guess the the crappy thing about being here at the moment is the fact that I have to get up so early to watch games but time zones will shift soon so I don't have to get up nearly as early but I usually nice. miss most of the A-League um, but I woke up with about 10 minutes left in that game so I, I flicked it on I thought why not let's give it a watch and like what an entertaining end-to-end last 10 minutes it was um, Tom Ahmed scoring on, on the, in the last minute and then pulling back for VAR um, yeah. but yeah one of the best games the league's probably ever seen, not just in this season, but um, overall up there with uh, Wanderers Sydney. I think it was a 4-3. CCM, 5-4. Yeah, Wanderers Brisbane. Um, Central Coast Sydney. Yeah, classic. so yes. just, yeah, one of the, one of the all-time classics. And, uh, yeah, like you said, Mitch Duke with the, with the chest and the volley, belter of a goal, and then, and then Cammy Devlin. But um, 
but yeah, Western Sydney proving to be uh, a decent decent team this season. Um, yeah, I guess we... the big point is as well, just it's between second and ninth. So it's just a crazy wild season. And I don't know how far through we are actually now, but I'm just hoping it kind of keeps up this way with each each match week throwing out like, you know, the form books, the forms, form books gone. So yeah, it's just very entertaining stuff. It seems like their teams are going like in blocks when they're doing quite well. So Brisbane MacArthur started really well. Yeah. And now it's kind of like Wanderers City. Yeah, Adelaide's coming to the thick of it. Like mm. all these sort of teams have started to come back and then Brisbane and MacArthur dropped off. And then you'd think Perth would eventually come up and Wellington victory sucks, so they won't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Fantastic. Um, yeah. Yeah, and since, since our last episode, we now have McLaren top scorer with 10. Um, so he's jumped up there. We've had a bit of a, like a D'Agostino and uh, Wenzel Halls have slowed down a little bit. Um as Perth and Brisbane have started to uh, not pick up as many wins as they they were at the start. Um, but I'm sure we'll see those two and some, some youngsters from Adelaide um, picking up some goals as well. Um, but no, an all-round entertaining three rounds. Um, and I'm sure we'll, we'll see some, some more entertainment soon. Like you said, Ed, six points between ninth and second and, and the form book never being a, a thing to go off this season means I'm sure we're in for some more exciting games. Um, Next round, we have eight games. Um, the, the two I thought were um, probably the biggest, uh, Big Blue, not that like Sydney and Victoria are close on ladder standings, but purely because it's a Big Blue. Um, and City versus CCM, a massive game at the top of the table. What, uh, what do you guys reckon about that one? Um, well, we'll be going to the Big Blue. Um, oh, okay. I'm nice. meant to be heading onto the pitch beforehand. I meant to help hold in a little... Sydney SC banner. Oh, did you add so, one of those email out, things? Yeah. Shout out to Shane at Sydney SC membership. Yeah. Thanks, uh, Shane, for getting Zav on the field. He, uh, he'll he be able to hold those banners for sure. Yeah, hopefully. Um, but no, the Sydney, uh, the Sydney victory game is very weird. Like, I don't really know what to think of it. I feel like it should be a walk in the park. But yeah, Sydney this season has proven that, as we've just spoken about, the form guy can go out the, go out the window. But at the same time, it is victory. The City versus Mariners game I'm very keen for because City look yeah. very strong. They look very assured. McLaren keeps firing. But at the same time, Mariners are somehow a well-drilled oil, in a well-oiled unit and keep pottering along, don't they? Yeah, no, I think it'll be, it'll be a great game. Uh, where's that being played? I'd be interested in uh, Melbourne, it. I think. Oh, okay. I'll back City then. Um, but I just it's, it's nice to see like fans smiling again at Central Coast. You just yeah. see highlight packages and they always just pan to like three blokes having a good time and it's just it's nice to them but um i can see city this could be not the unraveling of central coast but i just see city kind of making a statement and realizing their potential building on what they did last year and especially with naboo coming in he's just looking electric playing on that wing and he's he's actually quite a great technical player because my memory of him is, I think, against France in the 2018 World Cup, and he was just running and pressing. And I yeah. was just like, what, what does he offer? And so it's good to see him, you know, out wide, technically just like tearing it up with some great crosses. So, yeah, another interesting round of the A-League to look forward to. Yeah, I, I, uh, I also think City are probably going to get the, the win there uh, just because they're in such good form, and McLaren especially is, is scoring and assisting. So... Um, can definitely see City picking up three points. 
Um, but yeah, I'm sure we'll be we'll be here in three weeks' time, and the the second through ninth will have completely changed, and and everyone will be in different positions. But um, it is what it is; it happens. So let's jump on into the Champions League. Uh, we had uh, all the games for the round of sixteen completed. Um, so what were your guys' thoughts? What were your guys' highlights for the for the round of sixteen? Well, mate, I think we've got to cross straight to you, Chelsea fan, coming off a pretty raw. How, how are you feeling after toppling, you know, Champions League specialist, cup specialist, athletic? Yeah, I mean, to keep two clean sheets against um, uh, against Atletico is, is great. But not only that, but to, to be able to break them down, who are the, the clean sheet specialists. Uh, top of the league at the moment, um, Tuchel's got us playing some good football, so... Yeah, very, very pleased with that. Uh, when that draw happened, it was very much like this could this could be the end of of the European dream for another season. But um, yeah. no, we press on, and yeah, ecstatic, ecstatic. Hopefully, we we get uh, an easier a fixture. I mean, easy at this point is is unlikely. I'd say Porto's probably the technically weakest team, but going off their result against uh, Juventus. Uh, anything could happen, but yeah, no, very, very, very happy. Um, and we're all through to the next round, which I wasn't yeah. expecting. Yeah, look at us go! Wow, yeah. it, it was all us. It really well. was. Like I yeah. think we played a fundamental role in that. Yeah, I think we right. did too. How, how did uh, how do you guys feel about your uh, pretty cruisy second leg results? Uh, yeah, I think PSG. Uh, I think just avoiding another layer of Montada, or however you say it, is was just important for, I guess, the character of the club. I, I don't, I couldn't really see it realistically happening again, but to not go away and, like, lose that game, for it to be 1-1, we didn't play particularly well, but um, any team with Messi in it is going to be dangerous. And, you know, he, uh, Mbappe scores a, a, a dubious pen. I'll, you know, hear that. Dodgy pen. And, but they got one in the first league, so. Not matter. Happens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. it happens. So swings and roundabouts. Um and then, you know, Messi, he's just the best player. He just, I don't, such a little man, how he rifles that ball in with such power from so far out just yeah. amazes me still. And I'm just, it's sad. I'm glad PSG is through, but I'm also sad. I, every year I just have that soft spot thinking Messi's last year with Barcelona potentially would have been a nice story to see him go through with it. But um, mm. at the same time, PSG's gone through. So I'm happy and playing pretty well. So, um, yeah, but I guess I'll probably touch on the two favourites, seeing City and um, Bayern just, you know, dispatch their opposition. Bayern um, against Lazio, I believe they had the four goals was it from the last league, so mm-hmm. they were just, you know, just was cruising, really. Home and host. And, yeah, home and host, um, which you expect nothing less. And then City just um, getting the job done, really, um, with a KDB absolute peach on his left foot. He just zings that into the top corner. So yeah. um, those two teams, I think, especially with City domestically, they've got four competitions they're still in, which might make it difficult to go through with it. But um, it's just scary looking at those two teams. Um, and I think I'm sure all of us would empathise as long as you'd all want to get drawn with Porto, but as long as you're avoiding Bayern and City, you're Watch City get Porto, just calling yeah. it out. Watch that yeah, happen. potentially. Could, I feel could like very that's well a, happen. I've seen that so many times in the past. Anyway, so <laughs> yeah. wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um, how about you and Liverpool? 
Um, we play really well in Hungary, guys. Yeah. I don't know what yeah. it is, but we love the Puskas Arena. Um, it's amazing what you, happens when you put your sentiment at sentiment. I think that's a really big thing to do. Oh, yeah. It is crazy how well he plays. Like, wow. Um, <laughs> so it's nice to see us kind of getting a bit of form back. Um, nice to see us grind a win against Wolves on Tuesday morning as well. So, I don't know, it was kind of like a, it was a very stable, I think stable is probably the word I'm going to go with, yeah. performance yeah. against Leipzig because we just, we didn't really give them many chances. Um, we kind of made our, like, a couple of chances here and there. We took them, like, it was very similar analysis probably to the first leg, except there was less mistakes from Leipzig. Um, it was good to see Salo and Mane both score again. Um, yeah, just even with, like, the flying Nat Phillips at the back and the young Kabak, we still managed to get two, two clean sheets against a very good side. So yeah. I pray we don't get Bayern or City. Um, we do well against Porto, but I mean, I just hope we get to play in Hungary. That's the main thing. I mean, look, the thing is, if you're in the quarterfinals, if you're a Chelsea fan, if you're a PSG fan, the best time to verse Liverpool is now without yeah. Aurora Anfield. And without a European night, because Liverpool is a fiend for a European night. Definitely. And with no fans and no roaring Anfield and lack of players across the board. Yeah, um, and a downturn in form. It's the best yeah. time to get it. Um, one thing I wanted to point out quickly is we're looking right now, as we're well researched on the 2020-2021 Champions League Wikipedia page. and. Yes. I've got the flags next to the countries um, of the teams. And I always like the kind of debate about what, what league is strongest and how that ebbs and flows. And, you know, in the mid-2000s, it was Italy and then we went to Spain and now it's back to England. And I, it's funny just seeing in the last 16, no Italian teams. Um, obviously, yeah. Juventus got knocked out once again. Uh, only one Spanish team, and that's Real. Obviously, not looking fantastic. Uh, you got Porto and PSG, and then um, yeah, three English teams. So it's quite the resurgence, I guess. And we've seen it over probably the last three seasons. But I guess this is showing it's no fluke that yeah. these teams are turning up and they're making their you know final round. So. You'd expect, obviously, even if they get drawn against each other, you'd probably expect, um, you know, one of them's got to go through to the semi if that happens. So yeah. you'd be expecting yeah. that as an English fan um, at a minimum. So, yeah. No, I think it, yeah, it's very, very, very interesting that, like, England are now um, doing so well in, in European competitions. Even then, you've got, um, I think, it's three European teams in the round of 16 of the Europa League as well. You had four in the in the 32 with Leicester being dumped out. Um, you've also got Rangers in there as well. So, yeah, England very much is uh, performing well in Europe. And then you mentioned Italy, obviously, have uh, have lost Juve in this round. Um, but I think the, the tight competition at the top of the Italian League this season might see a lot more Italian teams push on in, yeah. in the next season's Champions Leagues and, and coming to follow. So you might see more of a resurgence um, Serie A, like AC like, and stuff. I've never followed Serie A as much I have, as I have this season. Yeah, I'm like loving like seeing Inter just clawing mm. their way further and further away from Milan, whilst Juventus are starting to get points back because they've got games in hand. And, and I mean, it's similar kind of the French league as well. Like yeah. PSG are dropping points in weird spots, and then nice. Lille, Lille is still powering ahead. Um, Atletico is dropping points really quickly, so Barca's right on their tail. Yeah, yeah. 
And it's, it's a shame because everyone, obviously, until probably about a month ago, everyone was talking up the Premier League title race and then into so these other yeah. European leagues can supplement it. So I think hopefully we're starting to move away because really for the last five years, um, you know, it's dangerous when you have PSG, Bayern and Juventus all winning three out of the big five leagues. Yeah. That's probably not great for European football as a whole. Uh, obviously, the EPL throws things up, but it's a Liverpool um, City kind of era. And then, um, I don't know, it'd be good as well to see Atletico uh, win in Spain. So it's an interesting time in European football. And I don't know, it's really, I think, Bayern and City would make the most sense in terms of based on form for a final. And I think it would be almost robbery if the yeah. draw didn't work out that way. But I am enjoying, enjoying what the... The player who scored 10 goals this Champions League season, Erling Haaland. Oh, he oh just, dude, he's, he's huge. Like He's a robot. I, I saw, <laughs> looking at videos of him at live show, he must have, he, I don't know what he did in Norway over the, his, his time between um, live show and Dortmund, Salzburg, Salzburg and Dortmund. Yeah. Um, because he's freaking huge. And he just, mm. the way he uses his body, he's so quick. He's, I don't know, I, I don't know if I like him or if I hate him. I can't yeah. figure it out. Because he's got such a curious personality. I really like him, and I thought like it's very like the after match interview when he scores the penalty against Sevilla, because um, he, he had to retake, and he doing the after match interview, and he's like, he said something to me. I don't know what it was, but after I scored the retake, I said it back to him. He's like, I have no yeah. idea what it means, but I can't imagine it was good, so I'm not going to repeat it. But then like runs to the keeper, celebrates in his face, and then the bloody Sevilla f- players like chase him down, push him over. That was hilarious. And he keeps celebrating and all the Dortmund players are like stopping him and he's, he's still celebrating yeah. like nothing else. I, I really like him. I, I guess you could compare his character to a um to a young Slatan Ibrahimovic, potentially. Yeah, um, yeah very accurate. But uh, yeah, goal scoring machine. Um, Speaking of Zlatan, quick note, coming back. Yeah, what? back for Sweden. I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, as, a, as a quick ridiculous. side note, are we going to talk more about international stuff in the, in the coming months because we've got Euros and stuff around the corner. But I really love seeing, like I've missed national teams being selected. You've got Scotland selecting a couple England players. Jamaica are on the hunt for a lot of England players, like Premier League level. Yeah, Antonio switched allegiance. Um, So I really enjoy this kind of stuff. And I I can't wait for the next Socceroos. Socceroos one when we somehow switch some, uh, a a Greek player or a Scottish player to uh, to Scotland, uh, not uh, to Australia. Yeah. Um, But yeah, and then as a quick note, uh, how good was that Porto game? Um, free kick in the 115th. Oh, I remember I was working from home that day, and so Zab had gone out, and I was just like watching it. He left it on for me, I had my coffee there, and I was just so I do everything for him. I just hope everyone in the pod knows I do every baby kid. Yeah, carry on, it's great. Um, I'm not complaining. Uh, and I was just there, like wrapped up. I think it was like drizzling outside, and I was just there with my coffee. I was like, this is what life's about. Great footy and seeing Cristiano, you know, turn his back in the wall and just everyone jumping on him and be like, oh, what a... Turned his back and jumped. And, like, he left the biggest gap open. Yeah. And a a 38-year-old Pepe masterclass at the back for a 10-man Porto. Like, even the bicycle kick clearance in, like, 120th minute, I was like, what's this man doing? Yeah, he's, like... I definitely hate him less now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that's a good, good way to look at it. Um, yeah. But no, Champions League providing us entertainment as always and, and keen for those for the next draw and, and the next round and stuff. 
And then uh, just a quick little wrap up of Europa. We don't have to go into any of this, but some some key moments. You've got Ajax and Roma 3 0 up uh, for their games today. So looking like they'll go through. Uh, Arsenal uh, three away goals on Olympiacos, three one up. So, I mean, if anyone's going to bottle it, it's Arsenal, but they should go through. Um, and I just love AC versus United. Like 10 years yeah. ago, you're thinking, oh, is that a is that a final of the Champions League? No, nah, it's no. <laughs> it's a Europa League one, round of 16. Yeah. Both teams on the rise, to be fair. That is true. But I think, yeah, very, I- very much we'll see those teams, like those two teams specifically in, in the Champions League game. Like we mentioned before, I mean, in the past couple of years, you see Inter or AC in, in the round of 16, you're like, oh, yeah, we should do them. But coming into the next few seasons, it's going to be tight again. Um, Rangers could go through there at one all at the moment, and they got their 55th league title uh, last week. And then uh, Spurs are up 2-0 on Dinamo Zagreb, unfortunately. I can imagine what was Spurs the, um, go through. Bit of a tangent, what was the – because I saw there was a lot of scenes at the Ibrox after uh-huh. Rangers won. Yes. What was the UK media's – view on a lot of people breaking COVID protocols? It's been very interesting, especially this, like there's a, there's a whole lot to talk about there with that, but then also especially with there was the, the vigil for um, uh, Sarah Evron, the, the lady who mm. was um, uh, te- like, uh, kidnapped and, and murdered. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of talk because there was a vigil for that and police arrested a lot of like women and stuff who were there at a peaceful vigil. And so a lot of people have been like, well, why were there arrests here? But, uh, but cops did nothing to uh, the football fans up in Scotland. And I guess there's different police forces and stuff. But, yeah, very, very interesting time um, for, for that all to be happening up in, up in Scotland. But, yeah, uh, uh, there's been a lot of people thinking it's okay, a lot of people saying it shouldn't have gone ahead. Um, but, yeah, it's happened now. Lovely. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, are we happy to jump into trivia now? Oh. Yeah, I think we should. I think we should. Uh, the Champions League's been interesting. Europa League's going to be interesting. So we will, we'll see those again in a couple of weeks, I am sure. But uh, yeah, trivia time it is. Our current leaderboard, Ed and I lead on three, which is fantastic for me. I'm still up the top, which is good. And uh, Zav, Zav is on two, who never is at the bottom because I've always been last. So welcome to the bottom, Zav. It won't be here for long, champ. Oh, 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 big, big words. Big words, big things. All right, well, I'll go first because I'm in a generous mood. I'm giving you guys, I guess, two questions. One of them's pretty bloody hard. They're both, like, one's definitely gettable. Uh, they should be quick, though. So, yeah, we'll see how you guys go. I don't expect you to get both. So it's kind of like a okay. double chance thing, worth for one, if that makes sense. And I know yeah. the first one off the top of my head. I'll have to double check the second one. So... It's just going to be a buzz, um, and you have to name all three to get it right. It's the most formal question we've ever had. It is. It's a lot. So this is the first one. Um, I was doing a lot of research into one club men and, you know, throughout world football history. I want to know the current, what is currently classified as one club men from the A-League. There are three currently playing in the A-League. Buzz in, please. I feel two should be pretty straightforward. One one it's club men, one club men is in like they've had a long career in the A League or like. No, so okay, it's over ten years in the A League with one club still currently playing. Okay, so they need to have played ten years now. Okay, right, gotcha. Because I could have said Bobo, and that would have been technically right. Was, yes, Bogart. 
Then what? Like, are you saying this on a... No. Bogard's oh, wrong. He played for Adelaide. Come yeah, on, sorry. Sav. Yeah, so Sav's man. out. Um, go on, Deeds. If you don't get close, we'll... If you don't get one, that's I'm a, That's not. a really hard question. Wow. I thought two would have been really easy. Um, I'm, try, I'm trying to think, but... Every person I'm thinking of is like has definitely played for like a couple like McLaren, Borussia, like couple clubs. Wow, um, I'm surprised. I've stumped you guys. Um, oh, I can't really give you a clue for these three. So, any more guesses? Otherwise, we'll just tell you and move on to the next question. They have to have played ten years, so they're old. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not necessarily. Start as an eighteen-year-old. Uh, oh. Bazanich? No. Okay. Yes, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Grunge. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. That's shocking. Um, All right. Anyway, I don't think any points are getting shared there. So, Lee Broxon? Lee Broxon? Anyone? No. I mean, the victory is so bad this year, I don't pay attention to, to you don't Lee Broxon being there anymore. Yeah, that's true. I completely agree with the whole thing. Do I not get a point for that? No. I said you have to get all three. I was very specific. Who was the third? Uh, ben Kantorowski at oh. Newcastle. That was the tough one. So I never would have got that. Yeah, uh, he's been there since 2008. So anyway, um, shocking display, lads, but tough question. So I'm not lenient question either. I'm much nicer. I know. Well, I'm giving you two shots. So here you go. Here's your next one. This one is a bit of a cryptic question. So on the same theme, right? I'll right. just double check right. myself here. No, I, I can back myself. So back yourself. The Wikipedia page is an interesting one here. You have most league games played for one club currently still at the moment. So this is across the world at the moment, right? So you have Messi is third. First is some guy from Lincoln Redims, and they don't even, like, acknowledge it because Gibraltar's, like, they don't have the records for it. But second is a man. This is one club, but he's technically played under... Two names of two clubs. Can you name where what? he's played? What? He's a one club man, but he's played for under two different badges. So it's the same it's club, England. but the names changed. Yeah. Oh right. Okay. Started in two thousand. in two thousand and two. That's when he started his career in England. You won't know the player. Oh um. But What's the clubs? Wimbledon and MK Dons. Well done, mate. Yes. That's a point to Deeds. Well done. Uh, He's some random centre-back I can get up. Um, Vinny Jones. But, yeah, fantastic work, Deeds, because that was a tough one because you can panic there and be like, what do you mean, one club player? But it's interesting. They recognise that they're just like, yep, it's just been a rebrand. He played for Wimbledon. Played friend Cam Dons. So it just so the way man. you initially phrased it made it sound like he had changed his name. Yeah, like, that's what I was thinking like uh, Diego Costa, like Brazil and Spain. But yeah, oh, yeah. Um, but well done, Deeps. Point thank to you. you. Thank you. Fantastic, mate. And I'm like, that was that's... tough quizzing. All right. Well, um, I've gone with a, a question that uh, similar to last week's theme. I I couldn't. There was no theme this week i could pick a question out of um so i've i, I hope you haven't been doing your research and trying to guess what i'm going to ask you no, but not this way. i think if anyone's i think ed might know this just purely because he likes to look at stuff but only one a-league goalkeeper has ever scored a goal in the competition 
Who is it? Oh, God. Ed does not know this. <laughs> Buzz, is it Galakovic? It is not Galakovic, no. Oh, I thought it was. It's a good guess, oh, though. Um, uh, I've got a couple of guesses. I mean, it just makes sense. If you're going to ask this, it's going to have to be someone, one of the old boys who's been around for a while. I'm split. I'm going to go for Vukovic. It is Danny Vukovic. Oh, <laughs> Get yeah. in. When was that? Um, I don't have. I don't that actually have matter. the date written down. No, that's um, all right. But uh, the week before, he hit the crossbar <laughs> as wow. well off of the clearance. Um, what a run Yes, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. His eye on goal and uh, came up and scored a goal. Wow. Um, I was going. I was so tempted to say ready. I was split between them. And Could have said glad. red man, and I would have allowed it. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Basically, has let in a couple of goals. Wow, So Zab's going to be stranded on two points here. Yeah. You guys have to. Have, I, I'm bored at the top with the only title. Oh yeah. Sorry. Wow. Well, you're literally not going to. You're victory at this point. Early success. Yeah. And then mm. faded late. Yeah. Watch, watch, watch me come back. Watch me Kevin Musket's been sacked from your board. <laughs> and now uh, <laughs> you've got nowhere to go, mate. No signings. All right. My question on the Champions League theme. Which outfield player appeared in Champions League? It's a buzz. Uh, which outfield player appeared in the Champions League final in three different decades? Buzz? Yeah. Clarence Seedorf? No. Nah. Okay. Now I've got time to think. Outfield player. Okay, so um, Maldini didn't play. He played in the 2000s and the 90s, I think at the end of the 80s. And I'm thinking, um, would Berezi have done it beforehand? But am I overthinking this? Giggs played in the 99, 2008, and... Oh, I think I know this. I think it's Giggs. Final answer? Yeah. Well done. Oh, What's yeah, it? Well done. Yeah. 20, because he played in the one when they lost to Barcelona. Is that 2011? Oh. oh, of course. I was like, they didn't play in a final after 2009 or whatever, but they did. Wow. There well done, go. Edward. Yeah, really. Very, really methodical today. That was. I'm just coming to terminate. I'm just... I got oh, locked into terrible. the fact that Seedorf had won a Champions League with three different clubs, and I was like, three different clubs. Yeah, that's what I was thinking immediately, and I was, yeah, yeah, because yeah. I, I knew you'd know that as well. So I was like, I've got to be quick on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I know, I know weird shit. So there you go. Well, um, yeah, so we have an update on the on the uh, trivia, and Zav is still in last, like Ed said, on two. Uh, I have moved Thanks. up to four points and Ed's picked up two points. So he's moved to five. So out and out first place at the moment. Wow. Huge. I'd like to thank all my fans. Um, my yeah. only fans. Um, so yeah, <laughs> go check that out. Oh God. All right. No cross promoting. Um, um, but- what I was thinking before we sign off as well was um, if you guys want any kind of different content, I know we've been doing a lot of the similar a-League wrap-up in the Champions League because that's, you know, what's been going on. That's been the main sporting pictures over the last little while. But I know, as Alex teased, we've got international football coming up. And I think before competitions start up, I think it'd be good to maybe wrap up what's been going on the last year in terms of rankings, what games have been played, which nations mm-hmm. haven't played. Euros maybe. preview. Yeah. 
Yeah. So let us know if you guys want that. That's what we're thinking in the pipeline, especially if we can record something, you know, in the next week or so, because then we don't have as much A-League and yeah. uh, Champions League stuff to cover. So, yeah, let us know. Yeah, be sure to uh, let us know. And we're, we're more than happy for questions. If you're following us on Twitter or on Instagram, we, uh, we post before we record uh, asking for, for any questions. So be sure to check us out at Chitty Chatter. Um, and we will be throwing your questions in like we do at the start of the episodes now. But uh, thank you for, for staying up, boys. I know it's 9 p.m. now, so you've got to get to bed for work tomorrow. But uh, oh, yeah. thank you for coming on. And any final words? Uh, no, we'll see you later. All righty. Well, like I've said, it's been a pleasure. And uh, we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.